Peace. I see some of you already here. Let me see. Let me see if I can get everybody. I can uh, see everybody. Good rise, of course. Um, Channel Zero. <clears throat> Excuse me. Quindy, Naya, Tanika, Laura, Wild Girl, James Katabaki, Amal, you know, Camp Powhatan, Tahuti, yeah, yeah, Rosalind, Ia Arlene, Marjorie, Peace Kashia, good doing it loud and clear, all right, good, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for that, as always, you know, thank you, uh, um, good morning, Ia Tracy, Sister Manera, the Plant OG, Sister Esme. I might have missed some of y'all in the all the way up top. Peace, Watessa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peace to you too. Yeah. Ia Alderay. Let's see if I can go up top. I can't. See. I might have missed some of y'all. If I did, I. I apologize. Yeah. Peace, Mama Shadow Book. Grandmama Shadow Book. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will, everyone, is well rested. Ian Andrine, greetings to you too. Um, yeah, I was going to do the uh, the Commander Day outside today because I was, I was uh, you know, getting getting some, some air. Uh, I did an all-nighter last night. I've been working on... Um, some important writing and um i just knew that if i you know you know you sometimes you go through those things you like man if i if i lay down i ain't getting back up no time soon so i realized that i was the fatigue was too heavy so i said let me just uh stay up then went out and got some air so my i was gonna do it outside but it's um i don't know i just didn't feel like talking in the dark for too long you know so uh yeah, it just took me it took me a little a little moment to uh to get back, you know. But um yeah, I'm here and it seems like a good amount of you are here, uh, even though the time is a little different. So yeah, man, I will that uh you rest it, well rested, well fed, peace Sherelle. And I when I'm talking about food, you know, yeah, 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 physical food too, physical sustenance, you know, but uh that you're well fed in your spirit. Peace, Natara. Yeah, yeah, you know, that that your spirit is well fed and uh, you're ready for what comes. Peace, Baba Utu. Peace, peace, peace. All right, so I'm going to get into it, you know what I mean? I don't want to uh, take up too much of your 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 sixth day um, because I know peace, Guala, you know, Guala, Guala, because um, I know that, uh, you know, you might be making preparations leading into seventh day greeting sister information and thank you so much for your cash app yes i did get it but i didn't see your uh you i guess you did put your screen name uh in parentheses underneath it i didn't see it at first but i i saw your your government i saw your government name you know so i didn't know it was the same person but thank you so very much i appreciate that and that's for all of you who've um who've sent in cash apps or anything you know cash apps uh even the venmo um and of course for the super chat as well i really 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 appreciate it i mean that from the bottom of my heart man because like i said we in the middle of a zombie apocalypse 
you know, so for, for anyone to do anything, you know, like that, I, I, I'm very appreciative of it because I know um, that stuff is not done flippantly, you know, at a, at a time like now. So thank you so much, you know, peace, Brother Vermont and peace, me, myself and I, you know, greetings to you. Good morning, you know. So, yeah, thank you for that. Thank you for that. And again, for um, the other one, and I, <laughs> I see all of you, all of you are uh you're like um, mystic, mystic. You give these mystic offerings. Peace, Nikki Love. You know, peace, Lavette. You know, um, everybody gives like numbers. You know, like three dollars sixty three cents, nine dollars ninety nine cents, eleven dollars eleven cents. You know, everybody's got these different, different num- numerology. You know, uh, motifs that they're playing out. So that's cool too, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, thank you everybody. And that's whatever, you know, if you gave a dollar, if you gave two dollars, thank you. You know what I mean? Thank you so very much, man. You know, um, and the same goes for those of you who may have downloaded the Anu Way. You know, it's a free book, you know, but some people have chosen to, you know, give an offering, you know, for the book. And thank you so much for that too. You know, um, peace. Um, okay, yeah, I'm, sorry, I'm saying I'm double piecing up, <laughs> but um, yeah, man, you know, there's so much going on, and I knew that, um, believe it or not, offerings they they, they get put to, to good use, you know. Um, and I, I know you're giving them to me, but um, peace, peace, and Naba free om. You know, I did get the, the, the stand, <laughs> I did, you know, because I kept remember when we were out. Well, some of y'all are probably new to it. But when I was filming outside more, I had dropped the the the, uh, the uh, actually it was my iPad a couple of days I was using. But I dropped it like three times, three, four times. So I said I use the offerings to actually get a, um, a stand. But um, I haven't been outside as much. But, um, you know, I I. I, you know, I'm just appreciative, man. I, that's all I'm saying, man. And they, they go to, to good use. Peace, Gypsy Gray. I still want to do the, the packages, but I've been in contact with uh, a gentleman who's got this amazing um, ministry, homeless ministry, man. So I've been learning a lot from him as far as, like, being a little bit more efficient. Because, like I said, a lot of times I, I've done things. Um, Peace, Capiolani. <laughs> Aloha. Always good to see you. You know that. <laughs> good dawning to you. You know, that's one of my favorite people right there. You know, um, so yeah, I've been talking to a gentleman who's got an outreach ministry for the homeless, man. And he's he's been putting me up on so much game on like how to um, just be more efficient, man. And, and um, you know, I realize uh, some of the stuff that I'm doing, I've, I've moved a little... Um, I haven't wasted any money, which is good. You know, I, I'm pretty good with that. But there, there are so many other programs and outreaches that, that I can dig into. Peace, Alex Legant. Um, so yeah, he's been he's been helping me out a lot. You know, it's always good to talk to people, man. Especially, you know, I always say, and this, you know, Peace Pad, many, especially any of you who have a business or you're trying to start a business. I've always said, just copy what the big boys do. You know, now you translate that however you want. Big girls, big boys, big big men, big women, whatever. But if I see someone who's doing something at a level that I would love to be able to do it at, 
that, that's where I'm going. Even if I don't get physical contact like him, I was we, we've been exchanging back and forth because he's really interested in the work that I've been doing overseas, and he's been looking at some of that, and I've been sharing videos with him and pictures and things like. So he's like super excited about that. So we kind of been sharing stuff back and forth, but he's 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 beyond me, you know. He's been and he's 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 a bit older than me as well. He's been in it for a minute, and he was homeless for for a long time. So he's got a he's got an inside thing. I've never really been homeless like that. I've never lived on the street, you know. So um, the wisdom that he has, I I don't have, man. So yeah. Anyway. So I've been, I'm, I'm getting off on on something else, you know. So yeah, just thank you for the offerings. That's the, <laughs> I say all I have to say that thank you for the offerings. Um, you know, we working some things, we doing some things. But um, yeah, so you know, we've been we've been coming off of a couple of things, and you know, still kind of spinning, if you will, from um, our conversations about about mental health. You know, um, and kind of what that might look like and what that might mean for some of you. And I know, um, again, like I said, I know that that those are not the most comfortable conversations for most people, you know, to have to kind of hear about, you know, something that's been holding you up or or, or whatever like that. But, you know, I want to get into another piece. Peace, K-Boogie. I want to get into another piece for a second that is really important, you know, um, and for some of you, Peace Melanin X, Peace, 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 the rapper slash jewelry maker, Melanin X, you know, um, Peace Clarence McCants, yeah, 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 good dawning, you know, um, oh, you're welcome, yeah, man, you're welcome, you know, but this message, you may not need it right now, <laughs> okay, just like the mental illness one, you might like I ain't got that problem. I'm good. I'm you know everything. I right, my head. All right. Well then, leave it where it's at. You know, and save it for another time when you may need it. Well, this today's might be a similar one. You may not need it right now, but someone else you know may need it. You know, um, good. I'm glad, Melon. Ain't nothing like having a smile on your face early in the dawning. You know what I mean? Ain't not. You didn't know I knew that about you. That's why you're smiling. <laughs> you didn't know I knew you made jewelry and you was a rapper. Yeah, you know, there's always somebody who sees things, you know. But um yeah, man. You might you might hold it <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know, you might just take this message and you might you might hold it and, you know, you might share it with someone else, but you know, however you want to, you want to rock out with it. But um, we got to talk about something important. We got to talk about fighting. And I know you might be like, he always talking about fighting. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not talking about the analogies that I use of fighting because it, you know, fighting in music is, it, it, I I understand that really quick like that, you know, so it, it helps me to associate things really quick peace getting and scott but no i'm talking about you fighting i'm talking about your fight right there comes a time a lot of times when we're trying to apply these principles where <clears throat> we have the knowledge now and we're having trouble applying it to make it wisdom because we've lost our fight you know sometimes we've gone through things in life that are so traumatic or so horrific or so depleting that there's no fight left in us you know like um for instance you know 
I had shared before, like I'm always pretty much dehydrated because I don't, I'll never drink. I never drink water. Let me see. Let me try to time it now. Last time I drank water. It was a Sabbat meeting. It wasn't last Sabbat. So it wasn't last Saturday. I don't know if any of our new members in there, whenever that time y'all saw me drinking water on the screen, I think it was when I presented. So that would have been first Sabbat, right? Um, so first Sabbat, what I, what I, so beginning of this month, two weeks ago, okay, 14 days ago. All right, 14 days, that's the last time I drank any water. Okay, so, um, but I'm still here. <laughs> I may be ugly, <laughs> but I'm still here. You know what I mean? So, uh, peace, ricochet. So, you know, there's a concept there, though, of depletion and dehydration I want to look at in terms of our strength and our vigor, right? Um, and I'm and I want you to kind of imagine or put that in, that impression of, um, you know just dryness or that impression of dehydration. I want you to kind of put that in your mind and what that really means. You know, like if you have a raisin and it's dehydrated or a prune and it's dehydrated or a body that's dehydrated, it's usually not doing that great, right? You know, well, I want you to look at that in terms of the depletion that we go through sometimes when we go through rough situations in life and we don't really have the fluid or the movement or the fluidity inside of us to make the next step or to do the next thing. And I'm going to, I'm going to take you on, I'm going to take you through a couple of chambers in this particular one, right? So just kind of hold on. <laughs> peace, uh, peace, peace, brother Antonio, you know, just, just hold on for, for a moment. Um, and like I said, it, it, you might be like, I don't need that. I'm good. I've got my fight. You know, you might be like that, or you might be like, you know, somebody needs this, or you might just want to put it in your pocket. But there are times when we do get knocked down and, we get hit and knocked down so much or we lose so much in life. Sometimes we lose so many people in life that we just don't have the, the energy or the heart or the, or the fluidity or the, or the water in us to invest in anything else or anyone else, you know. And a lot of times that's because we've been shaped, sometimes purposely, into something that we're not. You know, we've been, uh, we've, we've been convinced, we've been dehumanized, you know. When you're attacking a people, you want to attack a people. One of the best things to do, uh, or, or a psychological, you know, uh, tactic of warfare is to first dehumanize that person. You know, you you think about um, uh, the eugenics movement, right? Um, you had a uh, Francis Galton, and it was kind of pretty much the person who coined the term eugenics. And initially, eugenics was, you know, it was moving off of Charles Darwin's theory um, or theories. Peace, Grandmama Marva. Um, it was moving off of those theories in terms of being able to establish the best conditions and, and, and the best plans for the most fitting uh, bloodlines or the most fitting genetic traits or who, whomever had the most fitting genetic traits. These are the ones that those are the traits that should be preserved in the bloodlines that be, should be preserved, right? Um, real simple. And then, of course, the first eugenic peace, Benin Bread, peace, Brother Eddie Moon. Of course, the first eugenic program that we had was here in the U.S. A lot of people's people attribute the Nazi Germany as having the first eugenic program, but that's not that's not actually accurate. 
um, the first program was, was in the States. And then when Hitler um, wrote uh, um, Mein Kampf, Mein Kampf, M-E-I-N-K-A-M-P-F, uh, which translates into My Struggle. Peace, Lord. You know, um, when Hitler wrote Mein Kampf, he, he spoke about his enthusiasm about the, the eugenics movement that at that time was based in the United States, you know. So, of course, um, what he did got a little bit more notoriety because, well, maybe a lot more notoriety because he used it as a tool for, um, well, mass murder, you know. So it was a little different on his side, right? Um, but the U.S. used it as a tool for mass murder, too. I mean, you know, so we'll, 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 we'll talk about that. So the way he the way they were able to get that off first is first they had to de- they had to reclassify people into different places now trust me this is all talking about fight i know you're like what does that do with getting your fight back just go for the ride with uncle yuya just go for the ride <laughs> okay so he had the first and the us did the same thing what they started to do is to create this classification known as like not known as but they would call people feeble minded so if you were if you had a child who was in school and and peace Quindy, please, peace, 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 my brother, you know, and, you know, maybe they were taking a little bit longer to catch on or maybe they had a few, you know, developmental issues or, or whatever. You know, maybe um, I know there was one one story I read about years ago, man, it was so sad. Um, there was his sister. This was in the States and she had she was getting molested by a family. Um, well, a family acquaintance, I can't say friend. And the friend had told her, you know, like if you tell anybody, I'm gonna kill you. And so she was going through all sorts of depression. So her teacher classified her as feeble minded and then they had her sterilized. You know, she ended up getting pregnant by the person and after that pregnancy or during you after excuse me, they sterilized her. And no one ever asked her, like, is something going on? Are you okay? But she was she was being attacked, she was being raped you know, the, the entire time, right? So there's a classification that happens. Yeah, it, it is horrific, Janelle. It is, man. You know, I'm, I don't want to use too much violent language because, <laughs> I, you know, I don't want to, you know, they already on me. But, you know, yeah, there's, there's things that need to happen in those kind of situations um, that don't happen nearly enough as far as I'm concerned, man. You know, um, yeah. But anyway, so there first has to be a reclassification, you know, so they did the same thing in Nazi Germany where um, the first the first thing they did was, you know, um, as the party was rising to power and the third rake was Rach rake was coming into into his position. Um, what they did was they first outlawed um, Jewish physicians. So the Jewish physicians were no longer allowed to practice and they brought these other minor physicians into place who rose to prominence because what they were doing was doing all these classifications so that they could do what they called mercy killings. You know, if a, if a child was born a certain way or um, just didn't fit certain classifications, they would just off them. And, you know, and like within less than like one year, and they were doing this to the... To, Germans, they were doing this to their own people. They killed off like six thousand um, babies in like one year, and over the course of it, between like two and three hundred thousand people were killed uh, via euthanasia, 
uh, which means um, euthanasia means perfect death or peaceful death, you know, um, or through what they call mercy killings, right? So I know it sounds bad. It sounds messed up. Peace, Sandy, organic lifestyle. But um, we had the same thing in the U.S., right? I know. Just go on a ride with Uncle. I'm taking you somewhere, you know. <laughs> so in the U.S., like I said, you had across 27 states you had what they call eugenic policies you had even a eugenic eugenics boards in different states like you had a board of education you had the board of eugenics and this was like up until like um 1968 somewhere around it like for instance in the state of north carolina they went berserk in north carolina in, as far as with, with eugenics and what they they started to do was to classify surplus populations. Now, surplus populations were those. If any of you have ever read Karl Marx, and you understand the concepts of, or or like even the progressive labor concepts, you know that particular era, you had this idea of um, surplus surplus people, surplus population. Those were basically people who were not participating in the market economy at a certain level, right? Um, but what was happening, they had labeled people surplus, but as the native populations of, let's say, no, I'm just going to use North Carolina, but they had them in Ohio, they had in so many other states. As that population grew, as the native population grew, and as the black population, I'm going to use the word black just to, to get through it quick. As the black population grew, they noticed the amount of, sterilizations increased proportionately however with the lower income white populations as those or the, let's say the non-black populations group they weren't peace john jr they, they the, the sterilizations didn't increase so it became clearer and clearer that they were targeting non-white people for sterilization right and this was like between 1958 and 1968, they had the eugenics board. Um, I know particularly in North Carolina, I know they had one in Ohio. They also had one in Arizona. They had one in uh, uh, in Pennsylvania. They had one in California. Florida had a eugenics board. It was, there was less, well, 27 states, it's over half the United States, um, was performing all of these eugenic practices. And when they would, they would label people feeble-minded or they would label them as non-productive and all these different things, peace farce, and then they would start start with the killing now of course yes this later you know these eugenics movements later became known as like planned parenthood you know that's that's where they where they stem from um and it all began or all became possible through reclassification because first you have to you have to dehumanize the person you have to say this person is I'm, we're, we're going to sterilize them not be only because they're going to be a burden on on a society they're going to be a burden on people but because their life will be easier if they don't reproduce themselves and have to figure out how to take care of themselves quote unquote right um, and I'm I'm simplifying it this is a much 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 larger subject I could do a whole probably five hour video just on this subject and take you between Nazi Germany, Switzerland, Europe, and the different U.S. states, and then the programs that's, that are still in effect. And even some of the, you know, sometimes the way you you, you weaken a, a, a movement or weaken a truth is you add some falsity in there. So, like, a lot of the anti-eugenist movements or the, or the pro-life movements, they speak about um, how the way they try to catch you is they'll say, like, you know, disproportionately, there are more Planned Parenthood facilities 
in in you know traditional or predominantly um, black areas or African American and, and what they call Latino um, areas, but that's actually not true. So you'll ride on that because <laughs> you know they they play into your emotions and you'd be like yeah 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 and then they'll compare it with Nazi Germany, but that's not true. By and large, actually, you know, one in four women in the United States you know, get abortions, you know, based on statistics. And out of that, like 67% of them are in, those centers are in predominantly white neighborhoods, not black neighborhoods, you know. So, um, and predominantly non-black women get way more abortions than black women or Hispanic women or native, you know. Um, so that's not necessarily true, but um, that doesn't account for the poor sexual reproductive health and non-white women because of socioeconomic conditions, lack of, of proper education, lack of access to, to certain contraceptives and things like that. So it's deeper than just, you know, um, but, you know, you got to be careful because devils will do that. They'll, they'll slip some truth in there to get you rallied up and then you'll be fighting the wrong fight. You know, yeah, there's too many centers in the, in the black neighborhood. And then when you find out the truth, you'll be feeling dumb. And then you'll just want to walk away from the, the situation altogether because you made a fool of yourself. That's how they, they kind of rope you. And, and you don't realize, like, sometimes you got double agents there who, who are working different different agendas, if, if you will. You know, um, so the point I'm saying is that you see that mass murder can be done by dehumanizing. You see, now, that's a form of the depletion of people. You think about all of those, you know, you think about Ezekiel in the Valley of the Dry Bones, for instance. You know, and Ezekiel, like we we look at that because it sounds cool and it sounds like a, like a, like a dope poem and all that. Walking through the valley of the vibe, the dry bones, they were very dry. It's not a poem; it's a prophecy. Like he literally saw, like bodies stacked on top of bodies, right? So of course we can we can look at the maafa and you know use bodies on stacked on top of bodies, but we could also look at the eugenics movements bodies stacked on top of bodies like you know and eugenics is has not ended francis dalton's work a uh, galton's work is still in full effect you know or the concept is still in full effect and inherently there's nothing wrong with eugenics just to be clear eugenics you know it's not a bad word you know there's nothing wrong with um assuring the best conditions for the best birth you know or the or the healthiest birth or to look at certain conditions that we may have or someone that we may be interested in may have and and select our 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 partners that we want to reproduce based on that you know or eugenics is down to even you know drinking certain teas and taking certain herbs to ensure healthy sperm or to ensure her healthy eggs that's eugenics you know it's not inherently bad per se but yeah when it becomes um Hitler called it. He had a term. I'm trying to remember it, but it, it, it meant it meant racial cleansing. It was with a K. Columns. I, I can't. It'll come back to me later. But um, you know, but uh, it meant racial cleansing, right? So yeah, in no sense, and it's a bad thing. But now let's get let's get into it. So now, first, we understand that first they declassify you or reclassify you, and then after you're reclassified, then they can attack you. You know, but the but the reclassification, or really what the what I'll say, the dehumanization will all. It's frozen up. Let's see what happens next. Okay, I'm back. Cool, I'm back like I never left. All right, so 
like I said, first what has to happen is that that reclassification. Oh, these people are not really human, or they're they're dim with it, they're feeble minded. This is this is for their good, you know. Um, and that's how you get knocked down and knocked down and knocked down and knocked down and can't figure out how to get back up because a lot of times you succumb to the reclassification of what you are or what you can be or or, or what you've always been. You know, you succumb to those levels of reclassification and it's an old trick, you know, and, you know, it's so appropriate that we're speaking about the fight and how to get the fight back. You know, brother Lowe did a a beautiful breakdown, very thorough breakdown of the movie red cliff yesterday where he did red cliff part two. And of course, if anybody knows, you know, if you've ever read the romance of three kingdoms, I read the romance of three kingdoms and the, the, the tale of three kingdoms, you know, awesome, um, works, you know, they're, they're long, you know, but they're really good if you want to learn about warfare, warfare tactics and strategies, politics, entry, like everything is in there. Everything is, is in there. You know what I mean? Um, so brother, brother Lowe broke that down, you know, just talking about warfare tactics. So this is a warfare tactic. You know, this is a warfare tactic that was used. Yeah, he is funny. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> no man, yeah, you know, because I'm telling you, you know, hat be moving to the side, you know what I mean? Yeah, he adds a whole nice, real, uh, relatable twist to, um, to whatever he's breaking down. He has a way, he has a way to to break things down, and then to associate it with terms and ideas, and you know that we use every day. You know, he's good. He's good at it. Um, yeah, man. You know, but um. Oh, it's lagging, but you can hear me clearly. Okay. Yeah, I can't do anything. I might have some programs running in the background. Okay, it's back on track. Okay, cool. So, let's get back into it with this, with with this idea of the fight, right? So, sometimes we get so depleted because of how we let people reclassify us that we become completely depleted of all of our water, all of our fluidity, all the things that allow us to rise up and and fight. And, and get our fight back. Like I said, sometimes it's, man, I've been fired from the last five jobs I had, you know, or been fired from the last five relationships I had, you know, or, you know, I keep getting into car accidents. I can't seem to save any money. You know, um, we just keep getting hit, hit after hit, after hit, after hit, after hit, after hit, you know, none of my children, like I keep having children left and right and can't seem to establish a relationship with them. Now, of course, a lot of times those are not necessarily attacks, but sometimes, it's just we have a personal issue that we need to look at. But um, nonetheless, a lot of times we feel like, man, I just don't have it. Like, we're ready to give up. I just don't have it to fight. I don't have it to move forward. I don't have it in me, in me anymore. It's gone. It's gone. It's just been removed from me, that ability. And the reason being is because we don't have that 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 spiritual water that we need in order to rehydrate. We don't have that spiritual water that we need in order to fatten ourselves back up. We're still we're still dry. We're still depleted. You know, we're like skeletons. And a lot of times what happens, and this is the important thing in the spiritual community, we're going to different spiritualists. And I'm going to have to say, you know, this like I said, this is one of them segments where it's kind of an upstream segments, like segment like yesterday's, but also you might feel like I don't need this right now. You know, I don't care nothing about no, no eugenics. I don't care nothing about no Nazi Germany. I know, all right, whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just take it as knowledge. You know what I mean? Somebody else will. Wow. 
or we might feel like I'm always breaking stuff. I know y'all heard that. I just broke my uh, ceramic oil oil burner. Yeah, I should have saw that coming. I put it in a dumb place. All right. Why me? Because <laughs> you put it in a dumb place. Yeah, that's why. You know, um, I got it sitting here on a like a, a, a cloth stool to the side here. But it's like it's not flat. So while I got it on a cloth stool, you're like sometimes y'all see me do this like with my hands because I try to keep my hands out of the camera. So I'll be pressing down on stuff around me. So I was pressing down on the stool and I bounced it right onto the floor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, hope that I go breaking stuff, man. You know, tearing up stuff. <laughs> That's why there's a $5 cover charge. You know what I mean? But hey, I did it. It didn't break. I broke it. There's a science in that. All right, let me get, I saw them on my foot now. <laughs> Yeah. So then later, if I step on a piece of broken ceramics, they're gonna be, why me? <laughs> what, what did I do? You didn't sweep up where you broke the thing. You know, got to take accountability. So, um, yeah, man, like like I was saying, you know, um, you know, <laughs> Florida Evans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that one too. That was like, what well, I I use it all the time, but uh, it's all right. It just gives me a reason to go maybe get another one. Or maybe it gives me a reason to say, you know what? I got like four or five of those. I'm always burning something. So maybe I don't need so many, you know. Or it might just give me a reason to like be more careful about how I treat things. I think that's probably I think that's probably the lesson in it. You know, be more mindful. Um So yeah, like I was saying, um oh, you know what? Let me make sure. Stuff is not still burning. Alright. That looks bad. Man, ain't no glue gonna fix that. That's done. Shattered like in a hundred pieces. <laughs> I think they shattered, you know. But anyway, so um so yeah, man, a lot of times we we're we're in those those particular situations, and like I said, there's a reclassification that goes on, if you will, in order to kind of um to, to keep us from being able to realize how we fight. And like I said, sometimes we start associating a vibing with certain spiritualists. And I'm telling you something right now, you know, when you get, when you are depleted down to your skeletal form and a lot of times what happens, there's, there's such a disconnect, right? And that disconnect is, you know, um, Oh, your connection is bad. Well, you know what? Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's actually me, um, information, you know, because Kashia was saying that I was choppy. Maybe I'm still choppy. I don't know. But, um, you know, sometimes it's almost like the the Osir, the Osirian tale, where we're just so scattered. You know, our our heart is over here. Our leg is over there. Okay, it's not. Okay, it's, it's information. All right. Well, you know, um, my foot is over here. My will is over here. You know, my consciousness is over there. My emotions are over there. My brain is over there. And, you know, what it is, is that our, our, our bones have depleted to the point that now they're not, there's nothing that congeals them. There's no Oshun. There's no water that keeps everything locked and held together. So now we're just all over the place. And sometimes we'll go to these, these spiritualists, man, or these people who are not really, who are making up their own thing and they'll start to experiment. 
straight up, they'll start telling you stuff that don't make sense. They just start experimenting on you. Well, you know, you need to do this, and, you need, and they don't even know what they're talking about. You see what I'm saying? It's, they're just experimenting. And the first thing that you got to understand is that if you ain't put it together the fir- in the first place, you know, but you were able to break it, you probably don't know how it goes back together to begin with. You know, you probably don't know how to reassemble this thing as it's supposed to be reassembled if you never had a hand in putting it together. So, like, even when we read the Osorian telling, we, we read about, you know, Orset putting back together uh, the, the pieces of Orsair. There was there was a lot of okay the connection is good okay there's there's a lot of wisdom in that because Orset again is Orsair and Set she represented the combination of them both but she obviously had something to do with the creation of Orsair to understand how to put Orsair back together you know so there's a whole maternal kind of implication there right so with that being said man um, you know there's only one thing that will kind of rejuvenate rejuvenate us and that's the word right now let me get clear on this so you understand because i know i got a lot of people who run from words and concepts like this but like i said this might be an uphill message you know um (laughs) uh one of the reasons why some of us are so stuck and we can't seem to get out of our situations and we seem to have lost our will to fight because we're trying to use emotions to fight with you know, we go to do certain spiritual experiences and those those spirits, they invoke emotions or the emotions are the spirit. Sometimes, you know, it's a, it's a bi-directional kind of experience. You know, OK, cool. The audio and visuals are clear. Good. I think there might just be a delay. That's all. But, um, you know, we're looking we're looking to use an experience. And sometimes we get that. You know, like a lot of times when I work with people, I talk to people, they say, Chief, I feel so good when I'm when I'm talking to you or, you know, when we're going over things and you're giving me different plans and different <clears throat> different ways to look at things. But then when I go back home, <laughs> you know, I kind of find myself slipping back in into maybe some of those some of those old um, clothes habits slash habits, you know, or some of those old ways that have gotten me you know, in, in, into the, 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 the problem or the situation that I, I came to you about to begin with, right? Um, and it's because you're trying to use emotion to fight with. And that's the worst thing to do, you know, because you come to a point where emotions won't work because you ain't feeling anything. You know, have you ever lost someone really dear to you, or someone really close to you, you know, and you're in a moment where you just feel numb, you just don't feel anything, you know, or you're seeing something so horrific or, you know, something was snatched from you or stolen from you. And in that moment, there is no anger. There's no hurt. There's no despair. There's nothing. So you don't have you. You're not able to generate anything to fuel yourself to do the next thing, you know. But unfortunately and sadly, sometimes we don't realize how dry we are. You know, if we were to look at Ezekiel's prophecy and say, well, you know, the Valley of the Tri Bones, man, that's us. That's what we went through in the Ma'afa. That's what we're going through with all these different eugenic programs. We're we're actually those those dry ones, right? And what are we trying to use to to rehydrate emotion, right? So you know, one of the things, and I, I'll share this. I shared with the Sabbath group one time was that um, it might have been here. I don't know. They, sometimes they blur. They they blend. But you know. This, there's two industries that are recession proof, and that's the church and that's the cosmetic in, in, 
industry. That's why when you go into, it doesn't matter how dilapidated the area is. It doesn't, and I've been into in some of the worst areas in terms of economically depriving um, across continents. So I'm not just talking about in America. And there's two things that are always present: uh, churches and mosques, and you know, and, and the mosque and and beauty supply. Always, you know, I've gone in places where there's flies all over the place. There's nothing, you know, half of people's um, roofs are not even covered. You know, what I mean, it's just maybe a piece of zinc and and there's another rusty piece and it's clearly water and all kind of stuff coming coming up in there. It's just a big old mess. But they'll have some bleaching cream and they'll have a church, you see. So people want to feel good, make me feel good and they want to look good. Feel good and look good. Doesn't matter. They will always spend their money to feel good. Take me into that church, into that mosque, so I can feel something and I want to look like something, you know. Um, so what happens in those instances, if we look at it, we have had plenty of access to emotions and to feelings, but it still has not risen us out of, out of this valley. It still has not really rehydrated us, but we still keep looking for those feelings. You see, we still keep looking for something that's going to make me feel a certain way or something that's going to, that's going to, and, and the thing is to always understand is that whatever you're feeling is an internal experience anyway. You know, even when you're, when you're having coitus, you know, you're having an intimate moment with someone. However, that experience goes is based on how, how you're deciding to process it internally. You know, it, no one's doing anything where you're just like, I don't want it to feel good, but it feels good. It, it, you know, it doesn't work that way. You're you're making it feel good. You know, so it's still an, an, an internal kind of experience. So, um, what you understand is that again, sometimes you get to the place where grief is so intense, you know, that you can't feel. You can, so how do I how do I fight now? How do I fight when I'm numb? When I can't feel anything, when I'm so depleted, I'm so dry, man. I'm so tired of getting fired. I'm so tired of, of every guy I'm meeting, it, the, the relationship not working out. Every woman I'm meeting, the relationship isn't working out. I'm so tired of having these miscarriages. You know, I'm, I'm so tired of um, of trying to start these different business ideas and, and throwing events and nobody shows up. I'm so try, tired of trying to get this social media platform off the ground so I can get a you know business going or something and I can't get any followers and this and that. You know, I'm just tired. I have nothing left. I have nothing left to give towards this. And someone will say, well, cheer up. <laughs> I don't even have that. I don't have chair right now. I don't have chair. I don't have anger. I don't have despair. I don't have nothing. So what implants something? The only thing that implants something is the word from the most high. That's it. That's it. Now I know that's a, that's a tough sell. I don't care, but I know it's a tough sell, you know, because some people are running from that. They just bones clacking around, holding their own heart, carrying around their heart, carrying around their brain. They're not even in the right places. And then you go into spiritualist after spiritualist who doesn't even know how to reassemble those parts. Yeah, man, maybe put your put the, the brain in the back and then we put the heart on, on your top of your foot. And it, it, just experimenting and playing with you. You see? And, and the thing about it is that a true healer, 
or a true spiritualist is just obedient to the word of the most high. That's it. When y'all say things like, man, Chief, you be doing all nighters and how you get the energy to do this and do that. You thinking it's me. And I've told you, don't be idolizing me. Don't do that. I didn't build you. So I can't, I can't rebuild you. I can't fix you. I, I, listen, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a uh, medical doctor. I barely even know how you work inside. I didn't build, I didn't put it together. You know, I didn't break it either. <laughs> I didn't break it. You broke, you know, but, uh, you know, so a lot of times we look for people who we can idolize, whether they be, again, our imams, our pastors, our babalaos, our ianifas. And sometimes these people, they are, there are, um, they're less than, than, than integral in terms of their, their truth and being honest about, you know, there's some things I can't do, man. Like my, my whole job here is to bring you closer to the creator, not to become, oh man, I'm sorry. Yeah, let me see. Well, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. Ain't nothing sorry about me. But let me turn that alarm off because I know that's annoying. <laughs> that, that that noise when it, it bangs off like that. Cha-ching! But, um, yeah, so like I was saying, um, we got we to gotta get that, that water. Now, what is that water? That water is the word. That's what now begins to rehydrate you and gives you the actual battle plan to move forward. It's you can't do it off of emotions, man. And if any of you have ever fought, I know we got a couple of fighters. You know, you know, <laughs> you know. Um, you you when you fight emotionally like that, most most times you're gonna get yourself hurt. You know, when you, when you're not clear headed, um, when when you are not responding. Once you respond, then you're free to react. You know, but response should always come before reaction. Reaction is not a bad thing, but it, sh it should be preceded by a response. But when you're just moving and trying to fuel off of emotion, you know, it, it, it won't happen that way. You see what I mean? You, you'll be reactive and then you'll start just drying out the blown, the bones even more. You're just losing more moisture and more moisture and more moisture and more moisture. As opposed to saying, you know what? It's just like when you're working with people, right? Because I know, let's, let's take Hope, for instance. I know Hope. You know, she works in the mental health field. I think I think you work in the mental health. Yeah, you work in the mental health field. You know, um, I'm just going by the memes. <laughs> I haven't been on IG in a while, but you know, um, you know, when you're working with clients, when you're trying to give your all, you end up depleted. When you're working with clients, you know, you just end up like at it's it's more exhausting than than, than running around the track. You know, <laughs> you just be done. And a lot of times that's because you're giving your all. And then as you become more refined and more um, cultivated and, and that actual work, you know, you learn to not necessarily give all of you, but to channel all of it. You see, now for some, it may not be like such a spiritual thing or whatever, but you start to rely on the, on the mechanics of the tools that you've been taught in your particular industry instead of every time somebody comes and sit in your, your, your seat across from you proverbially it may be a zoom session or maybe a phone call you're not always sitting there racing your mind okay how can i help you what to do you know you start to rely on the strength and, and and the verity of an actual process you know well it's the same thing when we're dealing with the word from the most high like if, if i'm working with someone instead of me emptying myself out 
all the time, which I used to do in the beginning because I was still learning how to do this and it was effective. You know, people walk with, wow, you know, and one of the things they would always say is, I feel so much better. I feel so much assured. I, you know, thank you for talking to me. And, you know, when you're inexperienced, you don't know. It ain't about how you feel. <laughs> because now it becomes addictive. I like talking to Chief Yuya. I feel better afterwards. I feel more, more assured. I feel safer. Forget how you feel. What are you going to do now if you've been if you've been rehydrated, you're ready to stand up and, and move towards the fight. If your body has been reassembled and your consciousness is no longer scattered and, every, and your working parts are working together again like they like they were designed and built to work together. It ain't got nothing to do with a feeling, you see. But like I said, when we're when we're chasing that feeling, we stay dry. We never hydrate. That's why you go into certain environments or you see people coming out of certain buildings and say, Oh, we had a we had a good time in the Lord today. We had a we had a, a blessed, beautiful time in the Lord. And you say, All right, cool, man. What you learn? You know, what that cat was up there talking about. You know? And it's you know, I don't I don't really remember what Pastor what Pastor was, was speaking about today, but it was good. It was good. We had a good time. You know, a lot of times, even, you know, when, when people invite you to their, their spaces or you look at highlight clips on, on social media or the Internet, I know well, social media is on the Internet, but social media or like different video platforms, what they always show you is images of them falling out, getting hands laid on them and falling out or images of them flipping over pews and pews and you know what I mean? And, and, and twerking over the, the baptismal pool all kind of stuff like that. They always show that, you know, because they're trying to pull you in with the emotion. The first thing they say, you see the spirit of God is moving. Spirit of God, look at this. Spirit of God is moving. You know, that ain't got nothing to do with it. You see? So they're saying you can get an emotional fix here. Come over here for the emotional fix. And then after a while, that starts to, that starts to get tired. You know, um, many years ago, I used to, I was a youth minister in the church and then many years ago flat tops ago flat tops polka dot shirts ago <laughs> and um you know i i never remember i never forget the experience i used to have with the elder women in the church men church mothers used to love when i spoke they loved it and i couldn't figure it out it took me a minute to figure out why do they like when i speak so much you know um and we talk about the mothers you know that the 80 90 year old church mothers you know um, and the youth liked it only because I, I always like added something slick, you know, or whatever, you know, I, I knew how to, I knew how to, how to MC, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I knew how to control the crowd, but the, but I was never a, what they call a preacher. So I didn't do a whole lot of, and yeah, and Ezekiel went to the valley of the drive bones. I didn't do all that. You know what I mean? Cause that's not even my personality. The way I taught is exactly how I talk to you here or if you've ever seen any of my videos of me doing lectures that's exactly how I taught back then but I was in environments where no one really taught like like that's not how they taught or if you did teach a little bit like that at least by 15 minutes you got the organ behind you doing pentatonic you know chords and runs and, and I wasn't in and all that you know what I mean I ain't up here to, to perform for you suckers you know I'm up here to to channel some teaching that's what i was called to do you know um 
And then um, a good brother of mine, he said something one day about that. We were up in um, Buffalo. We went up to Buffalo, New York to do a youth revival. They wanted me to do for three days. So I was up there and I'm, and I'm teaching and whatnot. And um, he's, we're going back, like we're almost like tag team, tag team preaching, if you will. Because this was like a holiness church and they like to flip under the pews. And I ain't in all that. You know what I mean? Um, so I would deliver the message and then he'd be on, on the organ. And then like towards the end of my message, I literally would pass off the mic to him. And then I would get on the organ while he's sitting in and putting on it on the whole damn show. Right. Cause I told him I ain't doing that, man. Like that's, that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he's always like, you so damn militant. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm no longer here. <laughs> Cause y'all here for the show. You know what I mean? But, um, I remember that particular one. There was these three elders. It was like the, 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 the three crones, these three elders, and they were all the same height. And they were old, and they used to all they used to, son. Whew, I ain't never heard no teaching like that. They used to be like so excited to hear me speak. You just keep doing what you're doing. That is amazing and stuff. Because I used to break the way I break things down with y'all in different regions and history and language and the Hebrew to the Greek to the Latin. That's how I was back then. You know, I'm not gonna say nothing changed because I'm much better now at it. But that that framework was always there. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, he said something one time we were driving back. He was like, yo, they've been listening to, to the same thing for like 60 years. You know, so now they're finally getting something that's that makes sense. Now, this is after he just finished doing the same thing that they've been hearing for 60 years. But, you know, some people are, are stuck in that and they're stuck in the identity and they're not. Sometimes, you know, people come to come to listen to you, just like sometimes y'all come to hear y'all come to listen to something. I say, go on a ride. Take this ride with me. You don't know that you need to take the ride, but I have to. You think you came to hear one thing, but I have to not only teach you something, but teach you what you're supposed to want to get from me. I know that's <laughs> I know that sounds kind of wild, but just like when I'm speaking about a spiritualist, I'm a spiritualist. So I'm teaching you also what I'm supposed to be doing while I'm doing it. You know, you know what I mean? So this is what you should be listening for. You may have come because, you know, sometimes I may say something a little funny or whatever, something will slip out or, or whatever, or there's a certain energy or you like the background music or something like that. But this is what you should be listening for. You should be listening for those words from the most high that, that rehydrate your body. So when I'm in that environment, I'm giving those words from the most high, which the most high is what? Mathematics. So I'm teaching mathematics. I'm teaching about the equilateral cross versus, versus the elongated cross and what that means. I'm, I'm teaching about the mathematical perspective of the, of the internal awareness versus the actuality and truth of what's actually happening externally to us, which is a that's a theory from 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 Descartes. You know, what I mean, that's like from 1641. So I ain't even really all that old. But these are the things that I'm teaching. These are mathematics. The most high is mathematics. So this is what you're going to get. Now, these mathematics will allow you to reconstruct your life. It will allow you to fight again. Why? Because we're based on it. We're, we're built around a certain symmetry. You know what I mean? So as above, so below, as within, so without. So our minds and our functions and our emotional body and our auric body and our mental spirit is built on a certain mathematical, you know, uh, uh, sym symmetry. You see what I'm saying? So when you're able to channel in that sense and say, you know what, man, peace, YG gutter, 
you know, what was was it like? You know, not my will, but let thy will be done. You know, I'm just channeling it, man, because I can I can continue to spit pure mathematics as long as I continue to just let that water flow through me and out of me, as opposed to depleting myself of my water to try to transfer emotion over to you. Peace, Miss Cindy Jones. You see, and that's where a lot of people get stuck, not being able to fight because you're not giving them any tools for the battle. You're not giving them any any tools for the fight. You're just giving them emotion. And sometimes we do that in spiritual experiences. We want to drum. We want to dance. We want to go to the mountains and give offerings. And we want to uh, burn our sage and our oil. Well, <laughs> we was burning our oil and our sage until we knocked over the <laughs> You know, but we want to go to the water and, and we want to do all these different things because it feels good. And, you know, then we start making up stuff. Yeah, you be making up stuff. I know you be making up stuff. I just don't say anything. I went to the water and I saw this image. You ain't seen nothing. Stop lying. You just you just want to fit in with everybody else. Stop lying, man. Y'all don't be seeing images that much and y'all don't be seeing y'all don't be hearing voices that much. And if you do, there might be something wrong with you. Let's let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. You know, um, we're here to, to learn the solidity of life, you know, because you can't you can't see all of that stuff from a metaphysical or, or a mystical perspective and still function through life. You wouldn't be able to do it. So stop lying. You know, what I mean, and just because you see something doesn't mean that it's actually there. Sometimes you just seeing stuff. That's all. You know, you ever look at a street light at night and squint your eyes a little bit and notice that it makes a cross? Well, is the light really projecting in the cross or is that just what you're seeing? You see, so there's an internal awareness that we that we develop through our experiences and it's an external awareness of what really is. You see, but like I said, then you'll have certain people who will, who will feed into that. Oh, you saw this? Yeah, that was that. Oh, you, a, a person came in all white and stood next to your bed? That was that. That was this, that was... Not always. Not always. All right? Not always. You know, the thing is, um, are you being fed the water, man? Is that water being poured down your throat? And that's what we're supposed to do, man. That's the only way you're going to be able to fight back. You see, when these movements, when these eugenics movements... And when these racial cleansing movements are in full effect, as they still are in full effect, they have not stopped. Um, like I said, you can do mercy killings on babies, but the way you do mercy killings is first you convince the people that it's the best thing for not only the baby, but for the economy and for, for society and for the market industry, right? You can do that, but you can also deny people proper education as it comes, as it pertains to sexual reproductive health, right? So now once you start doing that, you know, people start making a whole lot of different kinds of mistakes as it relates to their sexual reproduction. That's another form of eugenics, you know, or nefarious or negative eugenics that you can wage on, on a people. But now if these people were fattened with the words of the most high and they, they found their identity inside of the most high, it would be very difficult for you to reclassify them. You see, just because I have spiritual experiences and I walk down the street talking to nature doesn't mean that I'm I'm feeble-minded. It means that this is something that we do inside of the constructs of my religion. 
We respect nature. We respect the grass. We respect the wind. We respect the, quirrel, the, the squirrels, the rabbits, and all of these different creatures that are all around me. I recognize that I'm responsible for them in, in, in some shape, form, or fashion, right? Now, that might be a part of my religion, let's say. But someone would see that and try to classify it. No, no, I can't classify that. This is we already got our classification. We know what nation that we belong to. In our in our nation, this is what we do. You see? That's how you maintain your fight. It's through that identity and that healing that's given from the words of the most high. It's not from your your I want to do an Ogun ritual and I, and I want to slam, you know, certain things together and mix this with that and mix that with that. And, you know, you got people who will do these things for you. Like sometimes people come to me for, they tell me they, they issue, hey, I, Baba, I need you to do this kind of ritual for me. I need this type of cleansing for me. I need this. I need that. I need that. And I say, okay, first you got to get a reading. Oh, I don't need a reading. I'm telling you what's happening. My, my boss on my job has been messing with me this Let's let's see what's happening with you first. Let's let's start there. Ten times out of ten, they don't need a ritual. Ten times out of ten. But what they want is an experience to make them feel good. Or to know that, well, yeah, this Bob over there, he doing that for me. And things may shift a little bit only because you're thinking more positive about the situation because somebody's about to do, well, he over there, yeah, he did an ebo for me. Or, or he took me over there. He took me to the shrine. We did an ebo together and this and that. So I know things are going to work out now. It's just... It's just positive thinking but you notice they never really work out and you always end up in the same situation over and over again having to do the same thing over and over again but now you and i we got a subscription understanding now you're gonna come to me every six seven months to get this work done so i can count on you for that check or you might run into someone like me that says well what happened okay okay you know, oh, your boss is getting on your case. Well, are you doing your job? Yeah, I mean, but some days I come in, I, don't, I ain't in the mood. I don't feel like it. So you expect them not to get on you? Well, I feel like they're singling me out. Okay, but because other people don't do their job. All right, but let's not look at other people. Let's not point at other people. Are you doing your job? Well, I mean, I could do better. All right, well, then get out my face. <laughs> Go do your job. <laughs> or pick a new one. <laughs> maybe you know find something else to do with your life <laughs> you know you want to now create all these this karmic debt on yourself by killing all these animals you know because you because you don't want to do what you're supposed to do so you like adam and eve now you know you got to have a goat kill just to cover up your own your own sins but i mean when we told that obedience is better than sacrifice it's better for you to be obedient to that to, to the word of the most and to be sacrificing and killing stuff all willy nilly, that's messed up. Why does the Why does the innocent always have to pay for your guilt? Especially when you don't want to accept guilt. So that's how we're losing the fight, man. That's how we've lost the fight. And like I said, for some of you, you might be like, "Well, I ain't never been up position. I'm always ready to fight back." All right, cool. And that means you filled with it. Good for you. You filled with it. But um that's not the case and you found yourself unable to get out of the spot that you're in despite what you may have told people you know you may tell people you know sometimes we just can muster up just enough energy to say you know um i'm good yeah everything's good man you know i'm, I'm blessed man i'm blessed you know you lying lying ass you know peace and blessings oh blessed and highly favored 
Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, the ancestors are with me, man. I'm strong. I feel good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You lying. You know what I mean? You lying. Um, <laughs> I get people who, they call me for readings. They put in, in the notes of the reading, you know, or the consultation, this is falling apart, that's falling apart, my love life, my career life, my children ain't talking to me, this, that, 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 that. And then I'll get on, hey, how you doing today? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing great. You lying? You lying. You ain't doing great. <laughs> this is horrible. Your life is in shambles. Keep it real. <laughs> Peace, Aquia. You know, sometimes people are taken back sometimes because most of the time when people ask me how I'm doing, I actually tell them the truth. No matter where I'm at. You know, cashier, hey, how you doing today? Oh, I'm a little irritated. I am like today. I'm feeling a little irritable. <laughs> you know, that's that's what it is. You know, uh, yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what it is. Yeah, I'm feeling a little tired today, or I feel empowered today. I feel strong today. You know, what, whatever it is, I need some rest today. You know, um, but sometimes we're just so used to just mustering up the last bit of water that we have, and our dry, crackly, disjointed bones. Just a little bit of water to tell that lie. <laughs> Let me just get a little bit of water to lie about my actual condition. But you never know, man. You be honest, man. You never know what might be channeled through a person in that moment. If you can, if you can just sometimes you gotta cry out. You know, like the valley of the dry bones, or like the earth cries out. Sometimes you gotta cry out. Yeah, I ain't doing too good. You know, or yeah, I, I could be doing much better. You know, um, things are not as as they should be, or this or that. Or like I told you, the lady in the store I spoke to, uh, I think it's three days ago now, whose son had just died. Because she said that to me, we ended up having a conversation, and she was like, "Thank you so much." She was like, "You're so good to talk to." She's like, "Thank, thank you so much." She said, "People are so crazy right now with this, with this thing going around and everything, and." Just, just thank you for, for saying, you know, for talking to me and this and that and that and that and that and that. Well, I wouldn't have known to talk to her had she not had cried out. And she came out of the blue with that. Yeah, my, I just lost my baby son. And she was kind of like, you can see like still in her days. Like she's, she's just going through the motions at work and she's still, yeah, my, my baby boy, he was 49 years old. She's, she's literally still in shock. You know, she's like, yeah, my, my, everyone's telling me I got to get over it and just get past it because that's how life is. And, and I said, no, you don't have to do that. You ain't got to get past nothing. I said, man, and I told her, I said, matter of fact, ma'am, if you want to lay down in the middle of this aisle right now and bawl your cry, your eyes out, go ahead. You mourn however you want to mourn. You get it out however you want to get it out. And if people can't understand, you know, the severity of a mother losing a son, you just buried your son, you know. And, you know, he's 49 years old. It's, you know, like you would have just assumed he well, he made it this far. He's going to make it the rest, the rest of the way. You know, so I said, no, you do whatever you feel like doing. You want to flip over the aisle, flip over the aisle, you know. But you got to you have to let that that out. You know, you got to allow for that release. And no one can tell you what kind of water you have in you. You know, when people are telling you to get over things, man, they never tell you to get through it. Because they usually don't have the tools for you to get through it. Get over it. Okay, well, once I get over it, you do realize that it's going to be chained to my leg. So I ain't really getting over it. I'm jumping over a rock that I'm chaining to my leg and then dragging it on with me for the rest of my life. 
I think it would be better for me to for me to sit here for a minute and figure out how not to go around this rock, how not to go under the rock, <laughs> how not to, to leap over the rock. Let me figure out how to break this rock apart into smaller pieces that I can then pass through my system. You see? So let me figure out how to get through it. You see? Or, this is even better, why don't you help me get through it? How about that one? And taking me bowling or taking me to the movies or bringing me over apple pie may not be it. That may appeal to my emotions. But again, like I said, this woman was in a place. She wasn't feeling nothing. She just... <laughs> and I had to bring her here for a moment. And I was like, ma'am, ma'am, if you want to cry, go ahead and cry. I, I told her, I said, even if your boss fires you, who cares? That's your baby boy. That's your youngest son you just lost. You know, now granted, he's 49 years old, but she was considerably, you know, she was up there in age. You know, um, and she was so proud of her children because she shared with me that she grew up extremely poor. She said, we grew up so poor, so poor, you know, and she was proud of the fact that she sacrificed, I mean, at her age still working, but she sacrificed so much to be able to raise you know, um, her children with, with her husband who has also transitioned and kind of um, broke the curse, if you will. She was able to break that curse, you know, and then to lose her baby, you know. So um, now the only thing that gives us our fight back, man, is the word. So when I spoke to her, I spoke pure word right into it, right? Now, I may not have said, the Bhagavad says... Or the Quran says, you know, or the Torah says, or the book of changes says, Confucius, I may not have said that, you know, like Brother Lowe does. You know, you got to learn how to say things in a way that's that relatable, but it, it ain't my words, you know, just like now. It ain't my words, you know. Um, so don't don't be embarrassed or ashamed to cry out, because like I said, Sometimes, even in in, term, in terms of the help we want, that help is not always going to be there the way like we want it. How many of you have jumped in my inbox and have never received a response? I don't have time to be ministering to each of you individually like that. I, I don't, not for free. <laughs> I got to stay alive. I got brown curtains to buy. I got a new uh, oil burner to buy. <laughs> I got to make a living. I got to, you know, I, shoot, I got to do stuff. I got to go buy another one now. <laughs> you see, but there are opportunities like even now to cry out. Lori McNeely says she woke up so sad today. Yeah, you thought I didn't see it, Laura, didn't you? You know, um, did anybody say anything to, to Laura? Anybody say, hey, what's going on with you? You okay? You know, right, let me go through the chat. Let's find out. Yeah, I know, Lord. I know you thought I ignored you, didn't you, Lord? I see everything in the chat. You know, can't you can't you see one of my eyes goes this way? <laughs> no, my eyes don't do that. My eyes are straight. Let's see if I could find it. Laura McNeely, facts. I can't go any higher. Uh, can't go any higher. Yeah, I saw she put it in there. 
right. It is what it is. <laughs> peace, peace, Julio. You know. But yeah, man. You catch it catch it upon the replay. <laughs> when the selector rewind. YouTube is selected. Rewind. You catch it upon the replay and you'll see. You know. But um yeah, man, get that word. And and you know, you're not gonna get that through spiritualists who are just who are just invigorating your emotions. You gotta invigorate yourself with real word. You know what I mean? So, like, when you read the Our New Way, I noticed a lot of you went and got copies of it yesterday after we spoke about it. Um, you're going to see a lot of word in there to kind of revig- and reinvigorate yourself, man. And and it's not about appealing to your emotions, you know. I know sometimes I may appeal to certain emotions, and it may not be the pleasant ones. You know, it may not be the, the most fun or enjoyable conversations, but, you know... The world is growing, man. The cosmos is growing. And like I said, people sometimes expect that certain help is always going to be there. So I can always go to grandma's and get a meal until grandma dies. I can always go to chief and hear about some Arisha. Oh, thank you, Gideon. I appreciate that. Thank you, man, for the super chat. You got to break down the numerology on it. The 10. The 10. <laughs> the 1 and the 0. Knowledge cipher. Knowledge cipher. All being born to knowledge. You know? But anyway, you know, it may not be the most pleasant emotion, like I said, but um, we're in a space now, man. The cosmos is growing. We got to evolve, man. We got to evolve. And people still want to play these little games where, you know, you still want to play with little things on the floor and play with the kitty information. Peace, Kenneth Williams. But at the same time, call yourself the reincarnation of of the highest deities on the planet. You can't have it both ways, man. I'm telling you, man, things have to change. And we, we should be so thankful for the elders who came prior and were able to share certain things with us, man. And, you know, but I'm not Benjamin Button, man. I ain't aging backwards, man. So there has to be somebody, peace, Jack, who takes this wisdom and takes this and evolves it to the to the next place, man. You know, but to think that we're always going to get the same thing every time we go. Yeah, I go to Chief and get some Arisha information. Go to the Arisha channel. See when, see when, where was, when was the last Arisha video? When was the last Arisha podcast? Heck, when was the last Chief Yuya uh, podcast? We got to stop thinking. See, we crystallize in a certain space where we get fed the most on an emotional level because that's where we're most comfortable, you know. And then it's going to be urges and demanding for growth. And then we run away from that, you know? So this is why when I always say like, look, yo, um, you join, I knew we demand change. So when people come in a lot of times and I knew I'm this and I'm that, and I know this and I know that I, well, you know, I'm not, there we go. So sad in the dawning, but I'm riding chief Lord. And nearly thank you. Alderay. Anybody say you okay, Lord, <laughs> you all right, baby. You all right, sugar. Anybody say anything? Are you waiting for me to say something? While I'm also addressing y'all. I gotta do everything. You know? But, um... Yeah, so this is what I'm saying. Like, no. Things are evolving, man. And you're gonna get left. And like the example I gave yesterday is that the arc door is closing. Everything is changing. You, you, know, you know what I mean? And... The norm that you see today is the new norm. This is what this is what the world is. This this is what it is now. And what you think you're going you're going to go back to is no longer going to be there anymore. We are experiencing the new norm. 
So that means the way that we function and the way that we move, and if we truly love and care for one another, what we feed each other as as uh, people who think we have to feed each other something new, something different, right? So we can keep talking about invisible sky gods all day, but at some point we got to talk about survivalism. At some point I got to ask you, man, hey, you got enough water in your house right now? You have stored water? Have you checked on it recently? You made sure that the the, the, the bottles ain't leaking down there in the basement. Do you have Do you have some food in, in your house? You okay? You got some food? You got a way to get out of the city? If you live in the city, you have somewhere to go. Do you know how to ride a bike? You know, in case you need to pop some locks on some bikes and then ride up out the city with your family. Can Can you do that? You know, um, if you're able to to get a, a sword or a firearm. Have you gotten one? Have you put some money in that? Or are you still buying pocketbooks and sneakers and and iPhone 12s? Is that what you're doing? You know. <laughs> so at some point, the um, what we're teaching has, like I said, we got to be at the head of the snake. And if we're at at the head of, the head of the snake, then we see the 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 movement that's coming. We see the evolution that's coming, and we help to steer it. We don't, you know, we can keep teaching from the back of the snake and if I'm teaching from the back of the snake and I, I'm, I'm not trying to be offensive to anyone, I'm really not but if I'm teaching from the back of the snake then I'm still going to be teaching low level spirituality you know, and I've never taught anything at a low level whether it was Christian law Islam 120, you know you know what I mean um, Ifa that ain't how I teach I'll, I'll, I want, I'm at the front I don't care what I'm in. I'm at the front. You know, I'm gonna work my way from that. Even if I start, I start. If I start at the bottom, I'm gonna work my way up to that to the head of whatever I'm doing, man. Because that's I ain't I ain't designed to be down in the back with everybody else. You know what I mean? Ain't enough ain't enough shoulder room. <laughs> you know, there's less people at the top. You know. Um, so yeah, man, that's just something that I wanted to share. And I know, like I said, it may feel like a subject that. You know, now I got to hold my incense in my hand because I broke my doggone burner. So in a minute, you're going to see me hopping because I'll probably burn my finger. But, um, yeah, man, we lost our fight, man. And a lot of us lost our fight because we're basing our, our ability to fight on our emotional value, our energy in motion. And sometimes we ain't got no energy to be in motion. But when there's no energy to be in motion, unless you are locked in hell, which is triple stage darkness, you dumb to the truth, blind to the truth, can't and 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 uh, can't hear the truth. Unless you locked in in that that form of hell, then you can still actually take in the water, the living water or the living word. You can still take it in, and you can use that to build yourself forward. But don't try to use the emotions that you receive from hearing the word. People may hear me and hear. Me me breaking things down and say I'm going to use that energy that Chief has to try to get something happening in my life and you're ignoring what's being said and you focused on energy that's why I said like I may crack a joke and now you take 10 minutes and you're in the chat room joking for the next 10 minutes because you're feeding off the energy but you're not using the word and the water of that word to build a life you see and that's the only thing that can build it. That's the only thing that can start putting your body parts back together. Because some of you walking with your with your head in your butt, you know, you walking with with your arms on backwards, you know, or you got your feet out like this, 
you know, because you've been going to all these different people who have no clue about your makeup design and construct, and they're experimenting on you. Then you're walking around looking like Frankenstein. And then what happens when you get angry with the spiritualists because things ain't working out? Because what does Frankenstein do? You know, well, actually, the monster, because his name wasn't Frankenstein. It was Dr. Frankenstein who built the monster who had no name. The monster eventually turned on Frankenstein, right? The, the, it's going to turn on its creator who who just pieced it together, who played around with it together. So, you know, it begins with your character being able to absorb and receive, like I spoke about yesterday, the perfected seed. That's how you fight back. That's how you get out of your situations. All right? So that's about it. I'm going to head out, and we're going into Sabbat, so you will not hear from me tomorrow. Um, or at least some of you won't. Some of you will, some of you won't. Um, and, oh, we still got some questions about our new... It's in March, where we're taking um, new people around the uh, Equilux. Yes, I say Equilux. I decided the other day I'm going to have to do a breakdown between the Equilux and the Equinox because a lot of people get um, confused on the difference and they don't understand like how messed up their calendar is because you're only acknowledging the Equinoxes and not the Equiluxes. But uh, we'll get into that another time. Yeah, we'll get into it. But uh, let's see, self-assessment and test meditation. I saw something in there. speak of how our environments are not conducive to what we are striving for. Yeah, for a lot of us. Yeah, yeah. What did Laura say? Did Laura respond to y'all? I didn't see her response in there. Yeah. Well, we don't know why she's so sad. I don't see her response. You know? Maybe she's not sad anymore. But sadness and happiness are transient qualities anyway, so not that big a deal. The most important thing is peace. Peace, peace is the solidification of an identity within the cosmos and within the face of your deity. And you could be sad and still, you know, have your identity, you know, and you can't have freedom if you don't, you don't have that peace of identity. You could be happy. <laughs> you could be happy and, and have no identity, you know. How do you order the Anu way? You know, you know, somebody answered you yesterday. I think you, I think you asked that question yesterday, Miss Cindy Jones. Um, the links are actually in the description of, of, of all the videos. Um, it's a free book, so you ain't, ain't got to order it. Um, or you go to Anu Life Global Ministries. But I know somebody answered you because I saw the answer pop up on yesterday's video um, to show you how to get a copy of it. Yeah. All right. So those are the two things you do. But the links are always the, the links are pretty much always the same in every video and. They're based around all the questions I always <laughs> get asked. How do I schedule a reading? How do I take a class? They're all right there. You know, where do I find your books? They're right there. So um, most of the time, whenever you, you know, you know, might not be able to find something, just or, or you have a question, check the description first. Um, same thing for the podcast. Inside of the podcast descriptions are always not only a synopsis of what that segment was about, but underneath it is always a footer that has... The, the links in it as well man you know so oh man I missed a few minutes okay well it might have been you know might not have been important minutes <laughs> yeah but um alright so we gotta fight alright I'm gonna leave you with that because um you know what it is man what time is this 8 
very God. Yeah, today's gonna be it's gonna be a little rugged. It's gonna be a, gonna be a little rugged. But um, I know a lot of you have lost your fight. Yeah, it's cool. You missed the answer. Ain't no thing. You know what I mean? Um, I don't. I think it was Jamie. No, it was it was Jamie. I think who answered you. I think. You know. Um, it's either Jamie or James. I think. But I, I saw it pop up, and it popped. He answered it after the video went off. You know. But um, yeah, man. We gotta we gotta get our fight back. And if any of you have not been able to get your fight back, be honest about it. So that way people can pour the right things into you, man. But trust me, you could run to the river as much as you want and, and it's good for the release and the cry and everything, but jumping from emotional experience to emotional experience ain't gonna get it. And trying to deflect from the work that you really need to do with a bunch of buffoonery, that also ain't gonna get it. You're gonna have to put the work in, man. You gotta put the work in and that begins with receiving. You gotta condition your soil in order to be able to receive the word. You know what I mean? You got to condition your soil. So you got to learn how to listen. You got to soften up. You got to soften your heart, you know, and this is male and female. So don't think I'm like talking to the sisters when you hear me talk about receiving soil and, you know, or being receptive soil and whatnot. We all have opportunities to convert our polarities, all of us, not just women, but there's times where men, you got to be receptive too. You got to listen. You can't be a good husband if you don't know how to listen. You, you know what I mean? You can't lead if you don't know how to listen. You know what I mean? So there's times where you have to invoke that femininity inside of you, just like there's times where she's going to invoke that masculinity inside of her. You know, there's an interplay of, of polarities at all times. You never want to get stuck into one space because when you do, then there's an imbalance, and that's when your whole perception of life is completely off. You know, when you're stuck in in in, in one polarization. You know. Ra Haynes, you're asking when, if ever, should it someone get a reading? I don't know. If you don't know what you're reading, don't get a reading. You know, I offer readings, but I don't advocate that people. You re Are you ready to hear that? I've said it before, but I'm going to say it again on my way out. Yeah, I have said maybe once or twice a year, Julio, but I'm going to say something else to that. If Some will be ready to hear it. Some ain't ready to hear it. If you notice when you book time with me, it doesn't say reading. It says consultation. The word coaching is there. The word consultation is there. Because you, know, you just got the book now. That's, yeah, it's real simple. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's simple to go download it. It ain't, you know, it ain't no hoops you got to jump through, nothing like that. But um, most of the time, y'all don't need readings. Let me let me say it like this, man. And again, I know some people ain't ready to hear this. Well over a thousand segments on YouTube alone. If you just listen to the set, all the segments that I've taught over the years, Thunderground, Foundational Fridays. Um, I don't remember the rest of the names. <laughs> Chief Speaks. If you just did that, the Anu way, I promise you could you could repair probably 95% of the situations that are going on in your life. We haven't even gotten into the books yet. Grasping the Root of Divine Power. Um, solutions for Dysfunctional Family Relationships. Peace, LaDonna Lee. You know, um, 
shrine and altar. You, you know what I'm saying? Mind, heart, words, the compass, the 14 keys. Oof. We haven't even gotten into all of those different things. If you just did that, honestly, you probably would never need a reading. I'm, I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Not just from me, but from anyone else. You know, um, sometimes we try to avoid, again, the law. We try to avoid doing what's right in front of us to do because, you know, well, let me go get a reading. We want a shortcut, you see. And and I'm not trying to, like, boost up my YouTube channels or, or sell books. Or, you know, I'm not... It's not about that's why I don't even really talk about my book. I just put the links in the thing because people people ask me what well, the link is there, but you don't hear me like marketing stuff like that. Even when I wrote Noir Mail, I I did what about two, three videos where I spoke about Noir Mail and that was it. I haven't you ain't even heard the words come out of my mouth again. You know what I mean? Um so I'm not you know, I'm not trying to say, you know, go buy this or go buy that, because over a thousand shows they're free. <laughs> yeah, I ain't making nothing off of that. Trust me, and that little ad revenue I get is is nothing. You know, I mean, like little, like I make like some videos and make like three cents. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like because I look at the, the the things because the subjects I talk about, a lot of them are not advertiser friendly. You know what I mean? So I don't. It's not that. Yeah, you know, I'm not building up no big time YouTube presence or anything like that. Um. So I'm I'm telling you, man. Um, you said, oh, somebody slipped and gave a thumbs down. <laughs> Mox, I saw somebody thumbs up. Please give your respect. I know get them saying. Please, if your hand slipped on a thumbs down, fix it. If you got nothing to leave, if you got nothing, leave nothing. If you receive, yeah. You know how that goes. <laughs> you know how that goes. You know, but sometimes you do slip. I've I've done that once or twice, and I actually hit the thumbs down by mistake. But you just hit it again and turn it off. Or maybe you, like I said, maybe you don't like me. <laughs> maybe this is not what you wanted to talk about today. You know, I ain't got no problem with fighting. But you know, or maybe you didn't like the idea of me saying you don't need readings like that. But you know, you got to think about where your concept came from uh, about getting readings. Like, who told you that's supposed to be a normal part of your life? You know, to constantly be tapping into the spirit world constantly like that. You know what I mean? Like, who told you that that's what... And I'm not just talking about you, uh, um, Rod. Just so you know, I'm just addressing a, a, a bigger a bigger issue. Because you just asked a straight question. So I don't want you to think I'm just, I'm just getting on you, you know, or anything like that. But I've been saying it all this time you've been hearing me that when you start to interact with these energies, they make you smarter if you're interacting with them better. They're for character development. Nines out of ten, nine, nine times out of ten, you come and get readings. And here, let me give you another thing. Ooh, I'm glad we waited to the end because a lot of people left. <laughs> Men, stop getting so many readings. Matter of fact, Rock, don't even get no reading. You, I mean, you could go to somebody else, but don't don't get no reading. Janelle, you want in-house teaching? Then get a husband. That's your in-house teaching. Get a man. That's who's supposed to teach you in-house. A man. Not a Babalao. Not an Ianifa. Not your pastor. Not your imam. Not some YouTube personality. But your husband is supposed to be your teacher and your high priest of the house. That's how that works. Right? 
Now, I just, I don't know what y'all been talking about, so I may be out of context. I don't think I am, though. Because <laughs> family is never out of context. You know, but um, men, I'm going to have to give it to you raw, man. Like, well, nah, I mean like that. Let me rephrase that. I'm going to have to tell you directly. Um, y'all be getting too many readings, man. Where's your intuition as a man? You see, you, you have to be able to enact your own intuition. And you have to be able to, whatever I give you, you take that and then you grow something with it immediately, man. You know, you don't just keep, you don't tether yourself to anybody like that. That's like, I don't want to say what it is, but it's not manly, you know, um, because you look at it like this. And I've said this before. Um, in fact, what's so interesting, the brother who I said it to is getting remarried. I, I told you years ago about a brother who. Um, y'all won't even remember this because I remember mentioning this on a like early, early podcast. He would always try to get me on the phone to like talk to his wife, like talk sense into his wife. And then one day I told him, I was like, yo, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to bang out with your wife. You know that, right? I'm, I'm going to hit that. And he was like, what? I was like, you might as well just send her over here now. I was at my house. I was like, yo, send her to me now. Don't worry, I'll send her back. And he was like, yo, you talking crazy. I was like, yo, you keep putting me on the phone to talk to your wife. Then now who's the authority in the house? I got more authority in your house than you do. So at what point do I get to cash in on it? You think I'm just going to keep dropping gems on, on your wife like that, on your wife so that the house can be managed in a certain way and I'm not going to hit that? No, nah, I'm going to hit that. So unless you, and if you don't want me to hit that, then have me stop talking to you. I'm not talking to your wife anymore. Now, they actually divorced and he's getting remarried soon. You know, um, and he don't let me near his new fiance. I noticed actually, I've made a personal note of that, <laughs> which is good because I don't want to be anywhere near. I don't. That's your. That's your woman. I don't want to talk to her. I don't even want to say hi to her. That's. I. Ain't, I ain't trying to be friends with her, right? So this is what I'm saying, man. You brothers, take this this knowledge, man, and and build from it, man, and don't just parrot it. I notice some of you do that. Like I'll do a video and literally within 10 to 15 minutes, I'll see a social media post. Are you saying the same thing I just said with no credit back to the source? That's some sucker stuff, by the way, you know, <laughs> by the way, that's, that's some sucker stuff. You know what I mean? Like, where's your thought? Where's your originality? Where's your inventiveness? And if you don't have it, man, peace aside, you pull away for a minute until you get it. You see, pull pull away. Go into the woods, man. Go for a hike. Go for a walk. Go silent for a while, and and get tuned into your own your own voicing. Get tuned into your your own creativity. Janelle, I know you were talking about spiritual classes. I see that y'all talking about this now. It's funny because I was not referring to a husband. Yeah, but you need a husband. That it's not spiritual classes. I know what you were referring to when you said you want in-house teaching. Now, I don't know what y'all been talking about, but the answer is the same. All right. Now, again, if I'm out of context, which I know I ain't, but I'm just going to say it. <laughs> if I'm out of context, okay. But a lot of you sisters, man, you come for classes and whatnot, man, for what? See, I don't want to turn this into this at the end of the segment. I really don't. <laughs> but a lot of you, peace, peace, natural, man, you coming for classes and for what? You know, most of the time when you're looking for somebody to, to study under, let me, let me give it to you. Most of the time when you're looking for a Bible law to teach you or a, or a guide or a spiritual guide, you know what you're looking for? You're looking for a husband. 
That's what you're really looking for. Be honest. Like, like sit back. For, just like I'm telling the men to sit back and think. Sit back for a moment. What are you really looking for? Oh, I need some guidance. I feel like I need some direction. That's what a, a husband that you want a man. That that's that's what you're looking for. You know, I'm so lost sometimes. I just I'm just tired of doing everything alone and having to come up with all the decisions by myself. You're looking for a husband. <laughs> that's again, that's what that's called. You you're looking for a man. You see, I ain't gonna keep going back and forth with it. I, not that we're going back and forth, but I'm just gonna say that. And for some of you sisters, like Janelle just said, but I'm their spiritual guide. You ain't nobody's spiritual guide. That's the blind leading the blind. You ain't nobody's spiritual guide. Just, just stop. Just stop. You're not qualified to be anybody's spiritual guide other than children and, and younger women. That's it. Now, you could sit and run your mouth. And this is the same thing I was explaining earlier. You got a lot of, I'm just going to say it, ears who don't know what the hell they're doing. They're not under anybody else's authority. They have no authority, but they, they have these followings of women who I'm going here to get a reading and she's destroying lives. That's a common thing. You know what I mean? I've been talking about that for years. Y'all ain't picking up on it. Nah, man, stop making excuses. <laughs> stop making excuses. You know, you sisters need men, period. How are you going to build a nation without that? Come on, let's be honest about it. Let's finally, you know, accept that and own that, man. I don't care what these knuckleheads out here keep telling you on YouTube. Well, a black woman is God. So they're idiots. And you notice everyone who's running around preaching that black woman is God, 90% of them ain't even married themselves. They know how to, how to finesse you out of your bread. And y'all foolish enough to, to be finessed. Because like I've said before, women are the world suckers. Y'all fall for everything. Y'all fall for anything and everything. That's why you're supposed to have a husband. So he puts, hold on, hold on, stop, stop, player. You know what I mean? Like, nah, you can't come in with that. No. Your husband is 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 the vanguard. You start falling for something dumb and he says, nah, uh, 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 don't bring that up in here. I don't want you watching that anymore. I don't want you listening to that one anymore. Nah, we ain't doing it like that. But you don't want that, right? Because you God. <laughs> So how you gonna tell me what what I can watch? How you gonna tell me I'm God? You see, you 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 on that man? That's why we can't build. That's why we we laughing stocks. You know, and I'm not getting on you, Janelle, but I'm just it, you know, it's somebody needs to. I've said it before, but y'all 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 ignore this part. Y'all like the other stuff. You want me? You like me telling you how to fight and get things in your life and things like that? But I'm telling you why you so messed up. Why is it that your, your daughter can be molested and then classified as feeble-minded and impregnated by the person who raped her? Why do these situations happen? Because there ain't no man in the house. Why ain't no, Why is there no man in the house? Because there's been a... Read my book, Noir Mel. There's been a system to drive them away. Not because, well, these men just want it. No, Negro. You falling... You worse than the damn KKK when you start talking like that. There's a system that's in place to keep us apart and to keep me from saying things like what I'm saying. Hey, why is it... I put a post up on, because I, I can only put posts, I can't put comments on my, or captions or anything like that. So I just put a post letting people know the reason I haven't been active is because my account is still locked. Why when I put that post up yesterday, or was it the day before yesterday, I lost nine followers back to back. Boom, 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 nine people. 
gone. Now, you would think if I put a post up saying, oh, this is why I haven't been active. They locked my account. Da, 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 that, and it, a lot of people commenting like, yeah, man, that's messed up. Da, 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 da. But nine people gone. I bet you if I message those nine people right now, I said, did you mean to unfollow me? I bet you'd be like, nah. Because certain things are being suppressed. When you have a, a, a heterosexual man like myself that stands up and says, no, the solution is we got to get together as family. And, and men have to come into the lead. And women, you're going to have to learn to follow. And men, you got to be inventive. You got to take this information. You can't be no sissy tethered and, and addicted to, to, to readings all your goddamn life. You got to think for yourself. I'm giving you the tools to think. I'm giving you the books to think. I'm giving you the podcast to think. I'm giving you the videos to think. And then when you get a reading from me, most men, if you're doing what you're supposed to do, you only need one reading from me. Ever. One reading. One. That's it. If, if, if you want to keep it a buck because who's ever gotten a reading from me and not walked away with a mountain of homework you know it let's be honest those of you who've ever come to me for readings you because most of you years later like chief i'm still working on the stuff you gave me in a reading yes i i i never wanted no career sitting on no mat the rest of my life talking to you about your, your silly ass stuff that you could have been figuring out yourself I never wanted no life like that. Here, here's a, here's a gem. Boom, here, here, take it. Here's the seed. Go plant it. Now, if you plant it, this tree will feed you. It will feed you. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you the seed to the tree of life. Here, take it. But y'all don't plant it. You put it in your top dresser drawer and you're like, I'm gonna schedule another reading. For what? You think I want to keep talking to you? <laughs> like, come on. I want to keep talking to you. I already gave you the seed. And then I'll ask, well, what did you? What did you did? How'd you do with the OP Sasaja? I appreciate it, man. I gotta do the numerology on it. What's up with the last reading that you did? Nah, man, I didn't get to that stuff yet. Well, why not? So now this next reading, we just talking about why you didn't do the stuff from the last reading. So you just wasted money. You just wasted money now. I don't want you to waste money. Like, I I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm gonna spend it. <laughs> don't get me wrong, I'll spend it. But this times when I refund the money. Some of you can attest to that. I refund it. Right? And I know the answer is right because some of y'all in the chat who, you know, I refunded your money before. Now, nah, you don't need to pay me. Because I know whatever you're going to ask me, you got a reading from me two months ago. You got a reading from me last month. Whatever you're getting ready to ask me, you really don't need to ask me. Tell you what, instead of an hour, we could talk for 30 minutes, take the money back. Because I already know what it's going to be. It's not, it's not new I need to look into. Unless somebody just got hit by a car or something like that, which that ain't it. You just you just need some some some, some emotional support. <laughs> or you just need a kick in your behind. See, that's my job as chief. I go to your plate. I put the food on your plate. And I look at what you ain't eating. And then I shove that back into your head. You ain't, you ain't finished that. Eat that. I don't like how to eat it. <laughs> eat it. <laughs> That's my job. You know, a lot of times it's, it, I'm going to give you the good meal to begin with. And you're going to try to avoid it. You're going to try to feed your food to the dog. You're going to try to spit it out of your napkin and stuff like that. You're going to try to slide it into the garbage when I'm not looking. I'm going to take it right back out the garbage, put it back on your plate, eat it. So some of these things, man, you know, and I know this all popped off from Brother Rods, like how many readings you get. 
But I'm not going to be here forever, man. So some of these things I need to say while I got you. While I got 75 people in the room, some of these things I need to say. Like, brothers, stop getting so many readings, man. You don't need them. You don't need them, man. Get that, get that brain activated. Get that brain working. You see what I'm saying? And sisters, you don't need so many readings. Get a man. It ain't me. You, you see what I'm saying? It, and I and I know you're not trying to come on to me or anything like that, but there's certain things that you may assign for the Babalao to do that the husband is supposed to do. The leading and, and the guiding and sometimes even arguing with you on the phone because, you know, I don't even do it. I'll take shut the F up. There's some of you in the chat being like, yeah, he's told me literally to shut the F up and listen. I've done that. Too. I ain't sitting here wrestling with you all day. You better, I'm not here to condition your soil. I ain't doing that. You better condition it yourself. You know what I mean? When I, what I'm giving to you is, is pure. And we have examples of that, man. Look at brother Zach, look at sister Manira, man. Look at sister Moksha. I mean, sister Kashia, like sister Alderay. These are people who say, all right, give it to me. Give it to me, baby. <laughs> you know, the, the, the soil was, I, right, you know, come on, pour it in. You know, and they're growing and they're blossoming. You know, hey, I'm gonna tell his business. I think I've given Zach. He can confirm maybe one reading in all the years I've known him. We've done a lot of consultate. We've talked a lot more times than I can count over the years. We probably at least a hundred over a hundred times, and that's just that's talking. That's not texting, and we WhatsApp each other and stuff all the time. And it's always questions. So, Chief, okay, what about this? And it's always every question, and I'm telling his business, but whatever, it is what it is, man. Every question is building on the last thing. All right, yeah, I did that. I did what you said last time, and now this came, and then I came. That's how he and I communicate, you see. But he had to get a bunch of readings because I, boom, this is what it is. All right, boom, he started planning it. Now look at him. He's killing it. You see what I'm saying? And watch... Watch where Brother Lowe is going to be in, in 12 months. Not even that, six months. My people are killing it. They're killing it. And they ain't getting readings from me like that. No, you don't need to keep doing that, man. Get get this right. This is all you need. This is where the power is. You see, this is where the strength is. Because everything that you're trying to go to for a reading is subject to this. So you might as well just strengthen this. Just strengthen this. You see what I mean? And strengthen that community. And start living by those laws that refine the soul. Man need a woman. Woman need a man. Or man want a woman. Woman need a man. You know, stop trying to figure out all these shortcuts around it, man. The shortcuts ain't going to be there forever. Oh, man, this video's almost been two hours, man. I ain't mean to, you know what I mean? But, you know, it's, it's the, the music I got in the background and all that. It's, it's just kind of... I feel like I'm at the end of Rocky. You know what I'm saying? It's taking me there. But um <laughs> But yeah, man, I'm just um I'm just telling y'all, man, it's it's time. <sighs> some of you will catch it and some of you won't. Some of you will still be on the same stuff and you know what I'm saying is turning you off and you'll be dumbing it down and you know I'm still going. I'm going to listen to my ancestors. You're going to listen to your ancestors because it's it's not formalized. There's no set rules. 
So it's just like when you argue with somebody who's emotional, their logic is always going to be based off of their emotion. So when you go talk to all these different entities that have not left you a body of instruction, you know, I had an ancestor that told me not to work for people who didn't look like me. I'm just going to, I'm going to say it in a kind way. Now, why did my ancestors say that? Because his pops and his uncle were lynched in the backyard. This is real. This is, this is my bloodline. This is my story. So my ancestor told me I always got to work for myself. Now, check this out. You know when my ancestor told me this? My ancestor never told me this. My ancestor told that to my mother, and that was a family rule. You see? So I didn't go into some invisible space and hear something that I, th that I thought I wanted to hear. The instruction was right there. Now, did everybody in my family follow it? No. I did. You know, imagine that. Imagine my ancestor at the time. Hell, I'm just going to say my grandfather. It was my grandfather. Pulled out of his bed. He was 12 years old. And they pulled, they pulled the whole family out into the backyard and hung his father and his uncle on a tree in the backyard of the house that they lived at. This is this is not some mystical stuff. This really actually happened in my family, right? So when he came up, he taught us, yo. Know, but he was he was he had he had transitioned, you know. So I didn't I didn't get this message directly from him, but it was my aunts and and you know my parents like yo. This is this is this is what he said. Like he never worked for them people, and and I'm, and I'm not trying to be offensive to anybody. Whatever I mean, I could be because. This gives license. My great grandfather was actually lynched, and my great uncle, you know. But he said, "Nah, we you, you can't work for them." He wanted us to go into construction. He was like, "You start your own construction." He had a rule that I give you. I'll give you brothers. He always kept a pickup truck, and he was a genius man. He was a mathematician. He was he was a school teacher. He was a principal. He ran moonshine. He yo he was he was everything, you know. But he always kept a pickup truck because he said as long as a man has a pickup truck, he can make some money. So days when, you know, stuff was tight, he, he and my uncles would go out in the truck and they would collect copper or they would they would do junk removal, stuff like this. this is way back in the days. But he would do anything, anything not to go work for them people. Anything. You see? Now, that's what I came up under. So, so those are my, my general orders. Those are my marching orders. Those are my commanding orders. So when you heard me do that other segment and I was talking about how to, all the businesses that I owned when I was a kid, you didn't know the background. You didn't know why I owned all those businesses. You didn't know why when I grew up, I was always like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I was never really about working for people. Well, now you got some background. That's the reason why. Because I have lynchings right there in my face, right in the backyard. You know what I mean? And and they pulled his wife out. So my great-grandmother, because everybody, they kind of lived in the house together. My my great-granduncles, my great-grandmother, everybody was there together. And they pulled all the children outside to watch, you know, their father being lynched and their uncle being lynched. You, you see what I'm saying? So I don't have to tap into the ancestral realm to figure out what my ancestors want. You see? It's solid. Now, has it been easy my whole life? Like, damn. Like, how do I how, how do I do this? You know what I mean? Like, I gotta always make sure that I'm I'm self-sustaining and I'm generating my own situation. That's not easy. It's not easy, especially when I'm generating my own situation off of 
things that um, are hard to self-sustain on, <laughs> you know, some, some, you know, because there's an integrity that's mixed with it as well. You, you see what I'm saying? But those were my ancestral orders. Now, me tapping into the ancestral realm and getting answers is a totally different thing, but I didn't need to do it because I was already told what to do. How many of your grandparents already told you what to do? And you ignored it because you want to go talk to some fake spiritual ancestor. Well, I, yeah, yeah, my grandfather or my grandmother told me, you know, we got we got land down in Alabama. We got land down in here or whatever. And my grandmother told me, you know, never lose the family land and I should grow food on it. But I'm going to go and, and I'm going to light a candle and talk to my ancestors about it. What? Huh? <laughs> what you just say? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. You see? Well, I want to cast Ifa and see what Ifa says about my situation. Well, why don't you ask me, the priest of Ifa? <laughs> I'm right here in front of you. <laughs> why, why are you going, you know? <laughs> you know, so this is what I'm saying, man. We got to understand when those messages come in through the incarnations, man. Whether it was, you know, my grandfather like, yo, don't work for them people. Uh-uh. Don't work for them people. You want you better work, you better do it for yourself. You know what I mean? And then my other grandfather he's always talking about James Brown. You know, you know what I mean? That that part in the song he said, Well, I'm gonna do it for the other man, but I can do it for myself. <laughs> he would always sing that line. You know what I mean? Because I always had my own businesses since I had my first business when I was um nine. Nine. Yeah. You know, and then had my first employees when I was eleven always did it for myself you know what i mean um bought my first storefront business when i was 17 i've been doing this when i was 17 i had a storefront you know you know what i mean this is how i paid for my college tuition i worked my way through college you know i had my own business i bought my second storefront i was what 20 i don't remember 2021 was a long time ago um, so no, it's not that I don't like doing consultations, Janelle. I don't like wasting my time. I don't think any real man likes to waste their time. I don't like doing what I've already done. I ain't ruining businesses right now. Cause y'all actually don't know the businesses that I have. You think me doing readings on my business, me doing readings on my offerings. If it was my business, I would be charging four to five times what I charge you. That's charity. <laughs> the businesses that I the, the, the readings, the, the books some of my books are $4.99 $4.99 I know I'm not living <laughs> I have businesses I don't tell you about my businesses because it ain't none of your business <laughs> sometimes it's good to keep that stuff separate, you know a lot of times when we have businesses the first thing we want to do is put our name on it and that's not always a good thing, you know, because you might find someone who doesn't particularly like you. You know, I may go buy a um, a Subway's franchise and you may have a thing about me that you don't like me, but you like Subway's. But I'm not going to eat at that one because Chief Yuya owns that one. You see, so a lot of times it's good to keep your name off of stuff. So y'all don't actually know the businesses that I have and that most of them are completely unrelated to what you would think that I would be doing, you know. 
Um, I have a lot of e-commerce sites. I'll tell you one of them I had that you would think that, that I never had. One of the very first e-commerce I had sites I had was a sex site um, back in maybe 2000 and no 2004 2005 somewhere around there I had a I had a I had a Porsche 911 site I had a Volkswagen site and I had a, a site where I was selling penis pumps yeah you wouldn't think that right penis pumps you know the pumps that dudes use to make their penis bigger you know now, why did I have those sites? Because I'm aficionado or a fan of penis, penis pumps? No, I've never actually used one, but because they were trending at the time, and I made a lot of money off of them. Now, around that same time, I was still teaching EFA classes and doing rituals, and no one knew that I had websites where I was um, brokering deals, and I was brokering deals for Porsche 911s, and I was also selling penis pumps. Now, a lot of y'all might laugh and be like, <laughs> penis pumps. I'll show you some of the money I made and then you realize <laughs> why I can charge $4.99 for a book. Okay. So, um, yeah, man, this is, this is deeper when you're, when you're dealing with these sciences, you don't have to wrap your whole life in them, but you use these sciences to make a better life and, and to get you closer to the divine. That's what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to use these sciences to just kind of stay in these stupid circles. You know, so eventually the sciences, if you study the sciences enough, it will tell you that the relationship between masculine and feminine, light and dark. And then so when you hear me say, no, you're supposed to have a husband. It's science. You know, but if y'all want to stay dumb, I'm not saying you, Janelle, but I'm just saying in general, stay dumb, stay in hell. Just do whatever you feel like doing, man. That's that's the beauty of, of living. We have free will. We can we can be stuck in hell for as long as we want but just understand that you know <laughs> you know people in hell want ice water and there may be little trinklings down but when you finally fall to the lower depths of hell there is no light from the most high so there is no tuning into chief you and stuff like all that'll be gone because you'll be completely dried up nothing left and not only will you be completely dried up but you'll be that frozen bone that's somewhere sitting in the ice you know, hell is that freezing place being frozen in your, your thoughts, ways, and actions. That's the problem. So no matter how much I'm giving you, st stuck. You know? So anyway, learn something, man. So hopefully, Janelle, when you jump back into the, the joint next time, or, or Sunday, you would have read some of the Anu way. You would have gotten a, a little wiser. Much love to you as well, if I say. And then you'll be the next sister who says you'll, you'll be able to turn around and teach her and then you'll pay it forward, you know, willfully. Yeah, grow. <laughs> you see that tick is gold because y'all been doing good. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, yeah. Brother Christian said, give thanks on the homework. I see all these, these chats in there. I can truly say those past videos have helped me. I have learned a lot and was able to change many things in my life and home circle, even amongst the system that I'm following. That's good, Mama Marva. Very good. Naya, yeah, I'm still doing my homework. Well, redoing some homework, seeing different things, continuing learning. See, I'm always going to give you a lot of homework. Always going to give you a lot of homework. I ain't trying to sit here and talk to y'all damn day. <laughs> Benin, Brett, honestly, I largely come here to get checked. Oh, man, okay. come on now. 
a lot of times my compass is working just fine, but if it isn't the body beating tightness, if it isn't the body beating tightens it up. Nah, I, come on. I get this. These commander days are so. This is light. <laughs> this is like, yeah, this is this is a walk in the park, man. I ain't trying to hear y'all ain't getting checked. This is nothing. I don't want to say it's nothing, but come on, man. I, 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 the baby gloves, you know what I mean? Is on with this, man. I don't even get into like the. This is light. I'm just gonna say that anyway. But this has been the longest segment so far. We had two hours, and I told y'all, damn, I got so much to do. I need I need to really work on this cloning technology. Women like being checked, chief. Yeah, I know they do, but you know, that's that emotional fix that some want, man, and that's that's part of the problem. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, chief, yell at me. Yeah, yeah, I get so wet when you. Oh, let me not say. I'm sorry. I know there's children sometimes listen, but I I get the message. I get them sent to me. You know what I mean? Like, oh, when you say this and when you do that, I'm not doing that to turn you and you know into a, bring you into a certain space that's that's not the point you know what i mean and let your husband do that <laughs> and i i understand that you know i i understand that 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 whole interplay because i have women in my life and yeah sometimes after you have you call them a couple of things and you put them in a certain position a couple of times and then you get that little that night you get that little knock on the door <laughs> Daddy, can I come in? What? <laughs> what you want? You'd be like Danny Glover, beloved. What you doing in here? <laughs> Make me feel good in the inside. You know, she'd be doing that beloved thing, you know what I mean? Because she got checked earlier that day and she ain't been able to, you know, realign <laughs> ever since. I get it, but that's not uh, what this is. That's not what this is, man. That's not what this is. All right. So let me get it. Let me let me let me get on it, man. Cause uh, y'all messing up my schedule. <laughs> All right, everyone, be well, man. Be safe today. Um, love, inspire, protect, and um, position yourself for the fight, man. Take the living word, like we giving it, man, and let that word rehydrate you. Not the checking, <laughs> cause that you dehydrating yourself. You letting the water get out, man. You know, um, peace, La Cruz 10. I don't think I greeted you earlier, but uh, let the words rehydrate you, man. You know what I mean? So uh, we can get back on this fight because, you know, eugenics, Planned Parenthood, you know, racial cleansing. Man, we we got a lot of things that uh, have tried to reclassify us and dehumanize us, man. And we got to fight back for our position. All right, everyone. Peace, 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 peace. Be well today. All right. Peace.